0: Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley, I'm the Senior Editor of the Giant Insider Newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizzignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to thank our December sponsor, Kitts, Calling all Giants fans. Make every game a big win for you and your pup. Kitts is your dog's game day ticket to big time fun. Huddle up and score big with your four-legged companion. Treat your pup to these all-star biscuits and share the (laughs) love. Made from spent beer grains, these eco-friendly, all-natural premium dog treats will turn tailgating into tail wagging good times. So grab a brew for you in Fido 2 Don't sideline your furry teammate. Head on over to Brewskits.com and make every game a winner. That's Brewskets, B-R-E-W-S-C-U-I-T-S.com because every game is better with Brewskits. So it was fun for a few weeks. Uh, Tommy DeVito and company gave us reason to watch. And yesterday it just came crashing down. Um, The the biggest takeaway from that game for me, Chris, is until this offensive line is fixed, it doesn't matter who's behind center. Uh, Tommy DeVito experienced a lot of what Daniel Jones experienced, a lot of what Eli Manning experienced, Tyrod Taylor, basically any quarterback who has lined up under center for the last 10 years. uh, Outside of Andrew Thomas, there are question marks all along the offensive line. Um, We can get into like John Michael Schmitz and the hope there for next year, but especially at the guard position, man, I'm not saying anything about the draft and what they should do. I'm not looking at, you know, it's either or for quarterback or offensive line. All I'm saying is until that offensive line is fixed, it does not matter who is under center for the New York football giants. And it's just getting so old. It's just fixed this thing already. Uh, (laughs) I know it's easier said than done, but that's where I'm at. Um, Overall, that's my biggest takeaway. There's other issues I had with the game, but, my God, the offensive line, dude. It's just the same story every game, seemingly, every year since 2011.
1: Yep. Yep. You saw it yesterday, right? And it wasn't like it was coverage sacks either. It wasn't. They were was no. guys were just getting beat up front. Yep. Once again, they're struggling with twist. Pugh and Brennison, below average players. Schmitz, an average player. Uh, all kinds of issues up front. So uh, I thought Tyree Phillips was all right. I thought Andrew was all right, but inside, you know, getting those te twists, twists, those little loops, nobody blocking him, looking like it's a preseason game. You know, it's amazing. So yeah, no question about it. You know, as you look, <clears throat> as you start to look ahead now, now the Giants are five and nine, and any of the bullshit playoff talk is out the window now, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, you have to look and say, man, once again. You got to fix this offensive line. It's because you you look, you peek ahead to next year, and you need guards. You're going to go back with Schmitz. Hopefully, he improves. Your right tackles a question mark, and the only one that's not is Andrew. Unbelievable. So, unbelievable. Here we are again a year later, and you're looking at four-fifths of the line, in my opinion, are question marks. Are question marks. Oh, well, excuse me. The gods isn't a question mark. you got to upgrade that. And please, if <laughs> yeah. anybody starts with the McKethan, no. Or Azudo. Or Izudo, please. Upgrade the gods. <laughs> if you have to go with one of them, because, you know, there's only so many guys you could draft, free agents, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, but let's, you know, let's stop pretending like this, this, this. I'm sorry. Uh, but once again, you know, Neil's going to be a question mark until he proves it next year. Schmitz has been up and down. Uh I saw last night <clears throat> late I was going through Twitter and I I put that on Twitter that Schmitz has been up and down. He was horrible yesterday. He's been he's had an up and down rookie campaign. And uh I I saw I saw Carl Banks, liked it and retweeted it. So I guess Carl's on board with that
0: <clears throat> uh observation. You gotta, you gotta feel somewhat validated for that. No, I know you don't look for it, Chris, but I mean you know, when Banks retweets something, it's like, well, okay, my opinion's not out of left field, even though other people respond with, no, he's been great. So, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: whatever. You know, that that's that's the X world, Twitter world, X world, whatever you call it now. So, whatever, I just, you know, I just, I, I read some response, some surprised, like, okay. So, um, but the fact is, is that Schmitz has been average this year. He's had, he's had some good moments. He's had a lot of bad moments. Like yesterday, he was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so. The point is that you're going to need two guards. Uh, and um, uh, Obviously coming back with Schmitz, but we're going to have to see. He's going to have to play buddy. Probably will. Second year, hopefully. And Neil's a question mark. And you saw it yesterday. They had no chance up front. So many times DeVito. And the Saints were not going to let happen to them what happened to the Packers last week. Undisciplined pass rush lanes and all that. They weren't going to let DeVito get out of there. Okay? Very smart the way they approached it. Not to mention they have one of the best but linebackers in the game. Yeah, Mike back is in DiBario Davis, who showed again how great he is yesterday. That's better with age. Um and then you got some drop passes, you know, that didn't help Tommy at all. Won by Slayton early in the game. You know, uh so tonight instead of a third and four, you're looking at a third and twelve, you know. Yeah. It's very it, it's it's unbelievable, but you know, just you look around the league and you look and you see, man. The Giants aren't even close to being that good. They are really not. There's so many teams more talented than them. You know, and they they need a lot in this season. You know, you're talking offensive line, you're talking corner, linebacker, uh, receiver, offensive line, wide receiver, tight end. Um, oh, Say so it, tight, tight you know. end. So you're lucky. I mean, there's a lot of holes,
0: yeah.
1: and after during the course of a 17 game season, those holes are going to be exposed. Yeah, and I know there's been some injuries and all that, but. You look at teams like Dallas, Philly, <clears throat> Detroit, San Francisco, uh, even the Saints yesterday, you know, you know uh, just better teams, man. And so the Giants have a lot, of, a lot of work to do. And, yes, look, yesterday was a game. It was 7-6. You know, Jamie Gillen has to come in, kicks a 40-yarder, and just the Saints came out in the second half and wanted them more. That was it. Bottom line, the Saints came out in the second half and punched the Giants in the face. The Giants had no answer for it. I thought the intensity kind of dropped in that second half of the Giants. They didn't seem to be matching what New Orleans was bringing. I thought Derek Carr played a phenomenal game. Fooled me. I did not think Derek was going to play that well with basically no receivers, right? Michael Thomas on IR, I think he is, or whatever. The hell you he uh, And Chris Olavi didn't go. Out. You know, um, so he did a pretty good job. Great game plan by P. Carl Michael. Um, and I thought, you know, Derek really played well. They didn't get much pressure on him at all.
0: Zero, zero.
1: Did they have a sack, Jerry? I one sack, Pinnock. Oh, I'm sorry, the safety, bl- uh, the blitz off the uh off the edge there. Yeah, Pinnock had the one sack. Not many hits. Not much pressure. Um, so and they were out. They were without Ryan Ramchick, their Pro Bowl right tackle.
0: So, doing without Olave game- and Ramchick, and you go into that game thinking hey, we got a pretty good chance here. Yeah, yeah look, I had it close. Right, yeah. had it close. Uh, it was close at halftime. Second half, the
1: Saints just kicked him. They just punched him in the face. The Giants didn't respond. And look, I, I'm not going to sit here and blame DeVito for this. I'm really not. You know, no. a couple of drops. He had really no, no time to throw the ball. He got hit off. The Saints had 23 sacks going into that game, Jerry. It's
0: ridiculous. And they had
1: seven yesterday. Okay. And Jerry, I got to look at it again, but right off the top of my head, maybe you could remember better than me. I, I had like basically like six legit sacks. Not like, you know, when you look at sacks, I mean, the team has like nine sacks. Like a couple of times it's happened against the Giants this year. The
0: Commanders game is a good example of that, yes.
1: Seattle game was another one. Right, I remember. Like you know, you look at it and go, "Okay, they had ten sacks, nine sacks." But how many were coverage sacks, right? How many? How many times the quarterback maybe run into a guy off the off the corner where he kind of ran into him? As I I think yesterday, Jerry, they had seven sacks. I believe maybe 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 I'm a little high, but I I would have to say the top of my head before I look at it again. Five, probably five, legit. five were yeah. legit sacks. Yeah, it, yeah. Where guys did twist up front. They just beat their guys up front and DeVito got blasted.
0: And then the other ones like DeVito has to drift back because he can't even step up in the pocket because the guards are getting blown off. Right. So there are times where, okay, maybe someone gets around Phillips and and the quarterback can step up. He couldn't do that yesterday. He was just drifting back, back, back. Even got called for intentional grounding, which was a good call. Um, But yeah, it's just again, man, I like, I I leave that game. I'm like, I don't blame Tommy DeVito. and, And I'm not looking to make excuses for Tommy DeVito, but Just I was like, oh, okay, this is exactly what Daniel Jones has gone through. This is what every quarterback's gone through forever. Um, But I would say that's the number I had in my mind, Chris, that five were legit sacks, at least five. I would even say all of them were. i got to look at it again. But there wasn't one time where I'm like, oh, my God, he's got to get rid of it. Maybe one, maybe one pass where Mm -hmm. I felt like I could have got rid of it there. Uh, But no, man. And then the receivers, you see the routes they're running. Uh, I don't know if it's coaching or if it's just not being able to not separate, but they showed a couple times – what DeVito's seeing downfield, no one's open. Um, And it's just like, okay, well, what's he going to do? Right, what the hell? Throw it away, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I have no answer for this. So that's where we're at. Like you said, it's a, there's a lot of holes on this team. And, and then we have a, a draft and free agency to fix it. But right now, we got three more games, two with the Eagles, one with the Rams. Every game is probably going to mean something. And we, we've got to get through this now with this offensive line and this offense. So. Oh, it's going to mean something for the Eagles and the Rams, right? Yeah. Sure, that's what I mean. Like, like even yeah. for the end of the season now, I thought for a while maybe the maybe the Eagle game won't mean anything because they'll have number one wrapped up. No, it's going to mean it's going to mean you home know. field advantage probably for them.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, especially you know Dallas made it easier for them yesterday. You know, <laughs> so you know, so hey, you know that that's sort of look the Saints needed that win. They're fighting for the division. Yeah, you know, um, and they came out and took it in the second half. Uh, I, I look, I. Uh, sometimes, you know, I look at it yesterday and, you know, the Saints are 26 against the run. And the Giants basically came out throwing the ball. And I thought maybe the first series, all right, they're going to come out, try to loosen them, and then start running it with Saquon. But it really didn't happen. You know, Saquon winds up with nine carries only. Don't forget, this game was tight. It was seven, six 6 and a half. Time. Yeah, right, right. Right? Yeah. Um, I didn't, I, I, sometimes I just look at it and go, okay, well, you know, let's, let's pounce it. I, I That's what I thought was they were going to do. I, I was on, you know, I, I was on um, a Saints radio, talk radio show. And they were asking me, Chris, you know, what do you think you think you're going to see? Dick, think we're going to see, because it, it was a radio analysis, actually. It was Deuce McAllister and this like guy Yeah, and they were like, what do you think we're going to see <laughs> Sunday? And I was like, well, I think you're going to see a lot of Saquon Barkley early. You guys, you know, you guys are struggling against the run. Last week, Trevor Hubbard, like, had like 100 yards on you, you know. You know, they had 200 yards, Carolina, the week before. So I figure you're going to see a lot of Saquon, right? Well, yep. he really didn't. I thought that was a little bit of surprise. Matter of fact, Saquon only played 50% of the snaps yesterday. He was coming out on third downs at times.
0: Yeah, Matt Breida was in a lot, dude. And Eric. I kind of
1: looked at it like, you know, what's going on here, you know? And, and then with Saquon, when he did get the ball, had wasn't doing anything. So up front, they couldn't block either, you know? um. So, <laughs> hey, hey, look, Jerry, up. Uh, you know, Justin Pugh is a nice story off the couch. Gave yeah. him some snaps at left tackle. They held, you know, until he started collapsing there. And then we got Andrew back. Then he put him over to left guard, which I remember being X at the time. What do you think happens to Pugh? I said, well, I guess they're going to slide him over to left guard. He's going to start, but you know, me personally, I would have had Brennison and Gawinski, who, who was playing well before he was before he had the personal issue. I, 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 but here they are. You know, they they keep seeing Pugh out there, and Pugh looks horrible. Let's face the facts. He's a nice story. Talks a lot with the media and this and that. But he's, he's not just a pure of old. Not that he was really good back in the day. Anyway, he was always a good, pretty good player. Don't get me wrong. But he's just he's below a, but he's But just a below average guard, dude. He was getting destroyed yesterday. And we're not talking about Aaron Donalds up front here. You know, we're talking about Saunders. <laughs> you know, we're talking about Nathan Shepherds. We're talking you – know, I mean, come on. You know, so
0: – Why can't they pick up a twist, Chris? I mean, I, I – like Okay. Like, if you're a rookie and all right, but a guy, No like, rookies just, anymore, bro. Right. Okay. Fine. But, like, why can't it's just be 14? The rookie that's shit's out of, the window now. Better yet. Better. Fine. Better yet. But mm-hmm. why can't they? Is it coaching? Is it them? Like, that's what I don't understand. They, that when it, when it, when a when a team runs a stunt at them or a twist, it's almost like they've never freaking seen it before. Yeah.
1: It was or hard. or are they
0: just, or they ban. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead.
1: No, no, go no, Or is it God. a
0: talent issue? Or, or is it all of the above? It's all of the
1: above, Jerry. Honestly, it's like, what are we doing communication-wise? Why does it look like we've never seen this stuff? They're not picking up that responsibility. Not very talented up front, um, you know, and all that. And you have to throw in some culture, like, why aren't these guys, you know, why aren't these guys communicating up front? What's the problem? And it was, you know, nothing exotic. It was just, you know, those twists that they kept running them because the Giants couldn't block it. You know, we've seen Jerry. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I put on Twitter, they're having a problem with Twist up front. I'd be a millionaire right now. We wouldn't need sponsors. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, I'm talking, I'm not just talking about this season. I'm talking about the previous seven seasons right. here. We've been doing this. I'll be, I'll like, be a millionaire right now.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you would. I, I, I just, it's, it's baffling. And I, I, it's like you said, it's, maybe it's all the above, but. I, I, I watch these games and you see it. And then I look at your, your, your tweet or your ex and I, I can't, run, can't can't, stop a twi- <laughs> can't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop a twist. I'm like, wow, I've seen this a billion times over the last however many years. And I just cannot believe, uh, like you said, it's week 14 or 15, whatever it was. Um, and we still can't stop it. Yeah. And it's almost as if we've never seen it before. Um, it's embarrassing. And I, I just, I don't know what to say. Um, but that's that's where this offensive line is and has been forever, it seems. And like you said, dude, P was a good story and you like the veteran leadership, and but it, it's not nothing nothing seems to be helping. And you touched on something before about next year and two guards and you know you hope Schmitz gets better. And I, I don't want to get ahead to the draft, Chris, but I, I gotta like say this, right? I'm just gonna say this. If you're not taking a quarterback, and I don't know, Chris, a guy like Joe Alt is there at right tackle for you to pick at seven and your plan is Evan Neal. I'm going to go on a, on the record to say, you have to be out of your mind not to take that kid or someone like that. Like for me, Chris, I'm at the point where Evan Neal cannot be a, 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 Oh my God, this is the rock solid plan next year with no alternatives. We are Evan Neal or diet right tackle. I just think that's a little insane. I think that's, I think you have to consider <laughs> other things that could happen where all right, we have to figure out what we're doing here. So, you know, look, it's very early in the process, but, you know, because of the fact that you need two guards, your right tackle position is a giant question mark, and you're still worried about John Michael Schmitz taking the next step. You know, again, it's very early in the process, but you, you ha- that has to be considered as well, in my opinion. That's all. Yeah. I know that, I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah. you, you, if, if you think you have a bona fide stud <laughs> that you could grab somehow, and again, they might do something else. But if if it's he's there, you know, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, that'll be the fascinating. That'll be fascinating to see how that develops in April. Right. It will be to yeah. see what happens there because they're going to have like a top seven pick, eight right. pick, six pick, five pick, whatever the hell it turns out. Right. Right. Um, because I don't think they're going to win the last three games. You know, I really don't. So me neither. I, I, they're going to have a top seven pick, so it'll be fascinating to see how, what they do do with that. Right. Right.
0: Right. What it, they're thinking. It, it, yeah. Yeah, and so, I'm saying if like the guys they wanted are gone and he's there, it's like, okay, come on, Let, let's not screw around with this freaking offensive line again. Let's get this right <laughs> and take a kid like that who's who's you know looks. Of course, Evan Neal looked like that too, but looks like a bona fide starter for ten years. So anyway,
1: um, yeah, yeah, that'll be fascinating down the road to see how they approach yeah. that. It will be. So yeah. and, and on the other side of the ball. um, you know, you know, but, Chris,
0: Chris, let's let's take a break before we do that. Guys, you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz. Biz Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Go
1: ahead, bud. Yeah, on the other side of the ball, not much pressure. You know, pretty quiet game for Tibbs, Aziz, you know, even a hurricane game. Pretty quiet game for him. Um, I thought they gave up a little too much space on the outside with some of these guys, receivers. Adori. Even Tay, one time, you know, these guys are a bunch of number threes out there. I mean, you know, uh,
0: so, so much space between them and the receivers. And I then didn't get like it at all.
1: I have to tell you, dude, you know, <laughs> you're in the red zone, no Chris Solari, no Michael Thomas, and they're in the zone. Yeah, I didn't get it at all. And I'm like, why the they in the zone? Down to the red zone, and you saw the one touchdown. The kid, the guy, just sits in the zone, sits in a window, and Carr all the time in the world hits him for an easy touchdown. Yeah, and I see, you know, somebody was somebody was putting on Twitter, and you know, oh, Pinnock, to get over there. Well, Carr, the Carl looked him. He looked at the corner. Pinnock read his eyes, started going to the corner. Great job by Carl, but why are we playing zone all of a sudden in the red zone? I mean, yeah. I, so and if you thought. I, I'm no like idea. looking at it, like, did I just see that correctly? You know, yeah. like, what the hell? There's a bunch of number three receivers out there. Why are not we playing man up? You know, and then Sean O'Hara said it in the post game. Sean O'Hara goes, "We've been playing man there all well, year in the zone." He goes, and all of a sudden, he goes zone defense in the red zone. On you the know, um... so even Sean O'Hara's like, I, I don't quite get that either. But that's sometimes, like I said, you look at it, and go, what are we? why are we in the zone there on the
0: on the live stream people must listen obviously to the podcast read the tweets read the x whatever they're all just all, all the common is bedwink 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 yeah, and yeah uh, i mean I we're all talking that, about it, like, it doesn't make any sense it didn't make it didn't any make... sense you like you you like you did
1: them a favor <laughs> in my opinion you know totally totally you did and, them and, a favor
0: and, and
1: i was and, yeah, i and... was texting somebody yeah during the game And I was saying, well, this is, you know, he's played a lot of zone the last two, three weeks. Okay. I said, but this is the game they should be playing more, man, because it's not, you know, he's a a fast kid and all that, but he's not a one, you know. They should be playing more. This is the game that Wink should be playing more, man. He's playing zone, especially in the red zone. You know, somebody's responded back to me like, you know, I don't know what the hell was going on, you know, and it's like i you know so some things like that is mind boggling i gotta be honest with you jay when i saw that zone an easy touchdown like what are we doing in zone down here in the red
0: zone like, and, and you know, the, against these the, guys and so. the third and 19 playing so far off these guys i just didn't get it dude i really didn't um i understand giving him some cushion because you don't want to have them get behind you i completely understand that but it just seemed like it was such a soft zone it was such, it was nothing like i thought we'd play them um especially with all those guys out like you said uh but in the red zone, it was really frustrating to watch. Um and Carr out all day, like you said, dude. They, there was no pass rush. You saw that Thibodeau was double teamed at times, Dex was double teamed. I saw Dex triple teamed at one point. Um, <laughs> and no one else can step up. We have a bunch of, you know, look, uh A'shaun Robinson, um, uh, Roaches, like they're 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 nice players, they're fill-ins, but you know, again, you talk about the holes on this team, and I don't want to constantly dwell on it, Chris, but that's another one. You know, you you need more pass rush, you need more. Aziz looked okay a couple times. Well, he got back there, but you just need more consistency. So there was no rush and a soft zone. <laughs> that's a that's a terrible combination for a defense. <laughs> I mean, he had all day, all day uh, yeah. to find these guys. You can't.
1: Um, you know, Derek Carr is a type of guy, Jerry. That's how you beat him. You got to get some pressure on him because he'll start throwing the ball. Yep. You know what I mean? He'll start making bad throws. He'll throw it to the other jersey. Yeah. But when he starts getting in that rhythm, like we saw yesterday, I mean, he yeah. wound up, Jerry, what, 23 yeah. or 28, I believe. Oh, it was ridiculous, his 23, percentage. Or, 23 or 28, great quarterback rating, a yeah. couple touchdowns. You know, when he gets in that rhythm call, don't forget, you know, he can, he can really hurt you, and, and he got into that rhythm, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. the Giants allowed him to get in that rhythm, uh, you know. So that was a the story there, and, and the second half was all Saints, you know. and And the Giants just couldn't. Couldn't really match what the Saints were bringing in that second half, and the Saints kicked the crap out of them. And, and they went they went on to a you know pretty easy twenty four six win, which was at one time it was seven six at halftime.
0: Yeah, and, and you talked about it before. I don't want to jump back to the offense, but I, there's a point I just want to bring up: the throwing on first down, Chris, really was was puzzling and annoying, because you're, you're throwing on first down with a kid, and right away every second down, Chris, seemed like second and twelve. Second and ten, they were, they were yeah. just constant, and then you're running on second down, and they're waiting for the run, so they're stuffing them right away. So you're not even giving your running b- game a chance because after you throw the incompletion on first, whether it was a drop or incomplete pass for whatever reason, you're running on second, and they're ready for it. Now it's third and twelve because Saquon lost two, or third and nine, and and you know Tommy DeVito in this offense is not set up for for to gain to to get to convert third down. I think third down, what were we one for thirteen or something? I don't yeah, even two, know the two. number
1: two for something yeah yeah <laughs> two for it was 13, like something like
0: that yeah yeah like this is why that happened because you're just you're almost losing going into this yeah, two like,
1: for 16 jerry two for
0: w- sixteen. wow even worse than i thought even worse
1: than you said bro right right
0: two for 16 and it was just like why the hell are we throwing on almost every first down especially towards the beginning of the game we just get so pass happy and we <laughs> we get we get pass happy on an offense that's not really good at passing It I just I, like baffled me and you know, then, then Saquon gets stuffed and then it's, all right, well, we got to throw now. We got away from the run so early in that game. And like you said, dude, Saquon wasn't doing well against the run, but I thought like we weren't even setting ourselves up for it. And, and we have all of our flaws as they are, but I, I could not stand the offensive game plan going into this game, dude. That's all. I just wanted to comment on that. Yeah. It was a weird a time, man. I think yeah, had like 25
1: dropbacks at one time and Eight with rushes, Our first down dropped drop plays, and eight with rushes, It's twenty five drop backs, something eight with uh, a ten with. Ru-
0: yeah, I was, like,
1: I was like, I was like, I you know, there's nothing wrong with running the ball two times in a row. Hmm. All right, so first down, you get stopped. Fine. Second and ten, uh, there's nothing wrong with running it. You know, yeah. How about how about you try to kick out some screens to Saquon to get the ball on his hands more?
0: And you Chris, know? you know what? If you run on first and don't get anything, at least it's a question whether or not you're going to run or throw on second down, right? Uh, you know. You know Whatever. Uh, unfortunately, uh,
1: you, know. you know, we've seen Kafka a few times this year where he's kind of like – you're kind of like befuddled by some of the stuff that's going on, uh, the play calling, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, yesterday was one of those things like, guys, you know, So, all right, if he, all right, if he's not gaining yards in the first half, you just don't abandon it. Stick with it. Just keeps – now, Jerry, in all fairness, to the sequel. I mean, I was watching, and they were just getting blown up up front. Man. Yeah, totally. I mean, Jerry, they were just getting pushed back. I mean yeah. – yeah. We're not talking about the fearsome foursome here either. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, next week if you, if the Eagles are blowing them back with those monsters right. up front, you kind of say oh, they're overmatched. But, you know, come on, guys. there's the Saints here up front. They're 26 yeah. against the run. That's for a reason, you know? Right. right. So, you know, get to get physically manhandled up front by those guys, it, it's, you know, it's just like in Saquon really no way to run, but You got to try to stick with it a little bit too, man. You know, it's it's because you pass the game and work it all. I know, I get it. You try to pass, loosen it up, get those guys out of the box. But it just wasn't happening yesterday, man. You know, Jerry, when you get physically whipped up front, dude. Yeah. You know, it's just like, man, it's just demoralizing, man. You know, it it really is. So, Uh, but, you know, Saquon getting nine rushes. I don't think he had a reception
0: he had one ridiculous catch he made. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Jerry. Yes, he had that one catch.
1: great. He had that one insane one-handed <laughs> catch right along the sideline. <laughs> My God! But you know, you know, look, Saquon Barkley is a very good back. He's not Christian McCaffrey. I understand that, but you see the way to use Christian McCaffrey with receiving and running. Yes, That's, I mean Saquon's got to be more of that, right? Yeah. See how many touches McCaffrey gets in a pass game in the passing game every week. Yep. You know, Sa- to me, Saquon's got to be, you know, I remember Bobby Okurike saying in training camp or early in the year, talking about Saquon, he goes, yeah, he's probably the best route runner, you know, that I've gone against, you know? Uh, so what, the point being is that he has to be involved in the passing game a lot too. So if the running game's not going, he's got to be involved in the passing game. Yeah, and I'm not, look, to me, McCaffrey's the MVP of the league right now. So I don't want to compare, but Barkley is one of the top backs in football, right, Jerry? I think that's safe to say. I think
0: his numbers would be pretty good on the 49ers, right. right? Can
1: you imagine his numbers? You know, Because why? one of the reasons why is because Kyle Shannon would get him the damn ball anyway. Yeah. He could. Yeah. So to me, the Giants, you got to get Saquon the ball more, man. If he's not running the ball, okay, they get him the three or four catches, Jerry.
0: Right. You right.
1: know? Look what yeah. they do with Christian McCaffrey. They're going to get Christian the ball no matter what, R- rushing and receiving. It's going to happen. Yeah uh to me, it's like, you know, nine, you know, so we had 10 touches yesterday, Saquon, right? Nine no, touches, not, ne-
0: not nearly enough.
1: And a one great catch on the sideline, And uh, to me, way too many games this year where we, we're like, well, why didn't Saquon get more touches? You know, why didn't Saquon So
0: It makes a catch like that. And it's like, wow, imagine if we can actually get him the ball while he's running, <laughs> you know, like in stride, you know, it's just, it's, again, um, it is what it is, dude. It's, it's a little comical sometimes. And uh, you know, I don't know what you thought of this. I, it was kind of annoying that Wandale took a while for Wandale to get involved. Like there's a guy who starred Monday night. I don't know what they were doing to him. I didn't look at anything after the game, yeah. but it's simply like getting touched the ball to the third quarter. Again, dude, it's just, let's, let's, let's get the ball to our guys who can, uh, you know, are exciting guys who can, who can move the chains. But I, I don't know what they did to him in the first half. That's a, that's a side note, but Once he got the ball in the third quarter, I said, oh, okay, it's his first catch or first time he's touched the ball. So is what it is. Um, Darren Waller came back, made a big play, but that's another position, Chris. I got to be honest with you, dude. I I don't go into next year thinking, okay, we're set at tight end. We're set. No, we're not.
1: Yeah, I agree with you because he's just injured all the time. Right. Yeah. Mm.
0: And, you know, maybe it's because the line is so bad, but he's another guy you figure would be a little more involved. He had the big catch, 29 yard or whatever it was. Uh, but he, you can't you can't rely on him because he's always injured. And then Dan Bellinger catches the ball and gets blasted. And, I, I, dude, that was a terrible call, um, the helmet-to-helmet helmet where they where they gave him 15 yeah. yards. I feel like if he didn't get that, I don't know what the score would have been. I think we scored on that drive. I think that, that was the yeah. drive where we got the three points. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: well, we had the one roughing upon opponent that kept the drive alive. And, yeah, right,
0: right. That's right. And then the yes. other one on,
1: on the, the unnecessary roughness. Yeah. Kept the drive alive. I thought Bellinger a uh, one play. He's got to put his shoulder down, and get to the sticks there. Was oh, that hesitant. was another one. Yes, I, I thought a uh, one play. I thought he was hesitant to get to the sticks. you got to that. Put the shoulder down
0: and get in there. You know, I forgot about that. Absolutely, man. It's just so you watch a game like that, Chris. It's it's demoralizing because there's just mm. so many holes, and it's so apparent against the team that is in your weight class. You know, like the like the Seahawks were. But when you get blown out, which yesterday was a blowout, uh, especially in the second half, it's like, man, we 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 need. We need a ton. Um, and it was fun for three weeks to just sit there and say, well, if we win this game, win that game, maybe we can beat the Eagles once. And, you know, you come off a game like that and I'm with you, dude. It's like, man, are we going to win any of these games down the stretch? That's going to be tough, dude. So, But look, the, the bright side yesterday was, uh, I guess, Jamie Gillen can do a lot. He punt well and he can <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, kick the field goal, man. Made that look easy.
0: <laughs> was, that, wasn't even, that wasn't even a question when he kicked. It was like, wow, that's good. Yeah. All right.
1: I text, uh I text Lawrence Tynes and I was like, "Man, you Scottish guys could do it all, huh?" Yeah, nice. you <laughs> <He was> like <laying laughs> a hammer, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, obviously, when Bullock pulled up with the hamstring injury, uh, I was curious to see who was going who was going to try to. I thought they were going to go for the fourth. I wasn't sure Jamie could even kick field goals. To be honest with you, same. And I thought you know every fourth down they were going to go for it. You know, you know, in the yeah. plus in the plus area there. So, uh, but no, you know, the he lined up and booted. It was a good job. They had a kick off and and gunner had a hold on the field goal you know um
0: so uh, yeah, someone said someone said cryder was warming up i said well who the is gonna snap it to, to him <laughs> can't snap it to himself somebody said cryder's warming up kicking i was like what i had no idea if he was or not oh, but I um yeah but um but gillen uh yeah look i mean we look there's been issues with mcgahey but to have someone at the ready when your kicker goes down i'm impressed by that. that, that that's one thing this coaching staff you know, you got to give them credit for. I, I I don't know how many teams have that ready. I have no idea. I, I that's not something I would think about. Like, what if our field goal kicker gets hurt? Who's going to kick? I, I I don't. You know, that's not something to think about. I at least me.
1: Well, well, the no every team does though. Every, okay. every team has they have a plan B. You know, that's case, and so credit to them.
0: Yeah, you credit know. to them. For, obviously, for Gillen was ready.
1: obviously Gillen was ready to roll the field goal. <laughs> you know, he was plan B. Because you know? I was with you, I
0: <laughs> thought, well, we're just going to go for it all the time, and that's and what fine. I thought. But
1: I so, figured Jerry, what I figured was that if Gillen was gonna kick field goals, it'd be like 30 in, 35 right. yards in, not 40. Right, like That's why I figured point. they would go for it on the fourth downs, you know. But obviously Gillen told him, No, I'm good, I could go and he went out there and he did it. So good credit to him, he was ready to roll, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah.
1: And good job by Gunner, you know, Gunnar with the hold and all that stuff. and it was a game, like we said at halftime, and in the second half, it wasn't a game. So
0: uh, and based on his ability to just catch the ball and for me to be totally secure in his ability to do that just come back next year just uh, just give him the roster spot now please i just want the guy who can catch the ball and punt returns chris I, it's, it's yeah you feel very safe blanket. you feel very safe right when uh, Gunner's yeah. back there yeah and, and, and the fact that he can get like even 10 yards on a punt return that's fine i don't yeah. need the game breaker just give me consistency that's it yeah you know what jeffy he hasn't even remotely
1: shown any signs of fumbling right I mean, that was, that was the issue he had that's why he released him yeah you know, he was coughing up the ball a little bit but I don't think there's been one sign, uh, you know, of him even bobbling. You know what I mean? So, no, it's very clean. But news to say, since they signed Gunner, and it was a good sign by Joe, he had to do something. Yeah. You know, they, they, since they signed Gunner, every punt, you kind of like, okay, you know, you feel safe. We're good where yeah. you did not feel safe Ooh. with every Gray. And I was like, oh my God. I'll say it again. I have no idea what the hell they were looking at there. Yeah. Whatever Gray, you know. And,
0: and that's not Monday morning quarterback, and you were saying it during training camp.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> so, um and all that so uh yeah gonna we'll see you know next year he comes back i think he's earned us the right to come back next year and compete or if not be the punt returner yeah no question about it yep because like you said jay he'll he'll give you 10 yards of pop too nine
0: yards pop. yeah like it's not like he's slow by any means he's pretty elusive too he's he's he's, you know slithery (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he just he makes you feel safe, and he could gain some plus yardage for you too. You know that that's that's huge in this game. <laughs> you know because you saw early in the year you didn't feel safe with Gray, and you know and he bought, you know a couple of muffs and all that. You can't have that, bro. You know so. Yeah. Yep. That's where we're at. So uh, look, look. Out of curiosity, I don't think anybody was really curious. I think everybody kind of knew this, but you know Dable did confirm that Tommy's coming back next week. He he will be the quarterback.
0: That's fine.
1: Uh, the Giants got to see if they have their backup next year. You know, yep. with DeVito. Yep. They wanna, you know, they're gonna keep looking at him and all that. There's no playoffs involved at all. It'd be ridiculous not to play DeVito. Mm-hmm. It'll be ridiculous not to play him. You know, so yeah. yep. hey, look, he he showed us some toughness yesterday. He got blasted. He's got to get down a little bit. He got blasted pretty good. I thought he was a good cuss for sure <laughs> after that hit by our old friend Isaac Yidum. <laughs> Isaac Youm, who I told you was playing good football and he played pretty good football yesterday. Played really Isaac, well
0: yesterday. Right? Yeah.
1: Um so uh you know, so Devito got checked out. and came back in um, a couple of times. He kind of lowered the shoulder, taking out some guys. He's gonna have to learn. This isn't this isn't Illinois, bro. Syracuse, you got to get down, bro. It's,
0: it's definitely like, not Don know. Bosco,
1: right? Right. So, um,
0: but <laughs> they, look,
1: they're gonna keep looking at Tommy. I don't think they look at the film and say, "Yeah, no, he was the reason why we lost this game." I'm pretty sure it's gonna be other reasons.
0: No, Let I don't think anybody who says that has an agenda. I mean, come on.
1: Right. Let him play against the Eagles, yeah. the Rams team that's coming on, and the Eagles again. Finish it out, Jerry. Let's see where they're at. If he's part of it, you know, they look at him as like a backup for next year, I'm sure. Um, And all that, uh, you know, they they gave him a rookie contract and all that stuff. So they're going to look at him as a backup, you know, either, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, the backup or for Daniel going into next year. You know, and who knows when Daniel's going to be back and who knows what the thinking is. So as far as bringing in a veteran and all that stuff. So,
0: yep. Joe (laughs) Flock. I mean, go figure. Did you see the end of that uh, game? About yeah. The Bears, the receiver? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Almost. Wow. Ooh, man, Mooney had it right here. we talk about the Hail Mary, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he yeah just, Mooney. He had it, it and yeah. he
0: kicked it back. He was like, oh,
1: unbelievable. So that would have been
0: unbelievable ending. Can, and, and can I just make one comment about another game real quick? Sure. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. shaking his head on the sidelines about, I guess, play calling maybe. <laughs> oh, these are everything. your These are your guys this is because of you aaron mm-hmm. like you talk about a guy who doesn't who shouldn't be shaking his head at anything
1: is that why you're shaking his head is that what I,
0: that's what they're that's what they think, is that what they, they, think? Really? They, <laughs> they think that he's shaking his head because of everything going on around him right the, the and, and the like I, i'm sitting there like you gotta be you gotta be if i'm a jets fan i'm like you gotta be kidding me why don't you sit the hell down and just deal with it the way the rest of the Jet fans have to watch this shit show right now. For him, to, I mean, he's just like, uh, okay, well, this is this is because of you, no offense. Not the injury, but the staff and the receivers brought in. Th- this is you, dude. Well, anyway, I just, the, the arrogance and the gall of, of him to do that. I think if I'm a Jets fan, like, you better deliver a Super Bowl next year, bud, because you're coming back. And I think they're going to bring everything back. Oh, wow. Question. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, no, but, but people Aaron are saying, saying Salah's gone. Like, how do you think Salah's gone? gone? He, no, way. right. Now, so, anyway.
1: now, let's the only way he would be gone if Rogers announces in the all season, I'm retiring. I'm not coming back. Exactly. Rogers wants, Rogers wants Rogers is going to get what he wants and he wants everybody back. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something interesting. And, uh, this is gonna be for Evan Roberts too, because I know Evan watches yeah. from WFAN, I know he watches the podcast. And uh, you know Dan Lieberfeld? Yeah. Yeah. Jets, well, he's Jets. Uh, like equip- jets Whispers. Yeah. He's Jets Whispers. He's Jets Confidential, which yeah, is yeah, basically yeah. the equivalent of the Giant Insider. That's what he yep. does over with the Jets. Yep. And um Dan's good. I, I know Dan. He's got a you know, he's he's got he's on a weekly spot on Sirius Sirius XM with um, I'm so bad with names. Vic, Vic, Carucci, Vic, Vic Carucci, Vic Carucci, the Python. They do a show every Saturday morning. So Dan, Dan's good. Dan knows his shit. I get Dan. I talked to Dan a few times at praying, praying Camp. Dan knows his shit. He knows the Jets in and out. Okay. Uh, I found it fascinating. I saw him on TV last night. Just, just, just talk quickly about the Jets. And he said last night that now players are starting to question the schemes, the X's and O's. And he said. This is not an Aaron Rodgers problem. Even when Rodgers comes back next year, there's a deep culture that's going on in this team that's not good. Don't -hmm. think for the Jets and the Jets fans, he said don't think because you're going to get Rodgers back next year everything's going to be rosy. There's a lot more going on behind the scenes here. I thought that was – Now, Dan knows. I talked to Dan about some private shit with the Jets before. Yeah, sure. And he's got good connections in that organization. I found that fascinating last night. (coughs) Because you started mentioning about Rodgers shaking his head about wanting everyone. Meanwhile, Rodgers – this is his show. He got Hackett over here. Yeah. So he's yeah. going to keep Salah, Hackett, everybody. Yeah. and it'll be fascinating to see how that plays out next year. You know.
0: Yeah, the- and I'm sorry to bring up the Jets, but it was just it was something that just hit me watching it yesterday. Like, why are you shaking your head, dude? This is you. And then everyone this morning saying, "Well, shaking his head because of the play calling." Like, I, I don't know. I I thought the 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 gall the the <laughs> I did this. See that I did. This. Yeah. The, the whatever you call it. are doing that whole game. Yeah, I know. You knew that was going to happen. You knew the first team to beat them, they were going to do that. So, yeah.
1: And, anyway. Joey, just quickly before we yeah. sign off here, you know, talk. speaking of coaches, going back to the, you know, um, I think there will be a few changes with, that Dable's going to make this off season in January. I, I do. I think yeah. there's going to be some coaching changes. Uh, I'm going to stick – I shouldn't say stick with it, but I still feel, in my opinion, I still feel that Wink could be moved. Um, and this has nothing to do with they hate each other, attention, sure. blah blah blah, all that crap. It has, That's nothing right. with that. It has nothing to do with that. But I feel Wink could be moved. I feel Bobby Johnson could be moved too. Um, I think those are two guys that could be in trouble this offseason season uh, with the Giants with Dable. I think Dable's going to shake it up a little bit, dude. I Would could it? just look at. I looked at Dable yesterday on the sideline, Jerry. <coughs> Excuse me, but At the end of that game. I could just read his eyes. He was just like, what the I could just see what he was thinking along the lines of what is this? What are we doing here? What? And he Dave's, you know, he wears his emotions on his sleeve sometimes, you know, I and mean? you you could read it, you know, get to know him, you could read his eyes and his mm-hmm. body language sometimes. Right. And you could just see it in my opinion, Jerry. I don't know if you saw this, but he looked he had that look in his eye like yesterday, like I'm making some effing changes at the end of the season. I'm just telling you, bro. Yeah. I could answer, be wrong. No. And folks, I'm not saying this because somebody whispered it. Here. I would tell you. I would, you know, I say this all the time. Hey, somebody whispered this, this, and that. And I'll say it. You know, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just telling you, Jerry, I could just see it in Dave's. I think there's going to be a few changes this offseason.
0: I'll ask you a question about that. Would it stun you if he changed both offensive and defensive coordinators? Would it stun you? Stun
1: me? No. It would, it would highly surprise me, though. Okay. I don't think both right. coordinators go. No. All right. You know, I, I don't think Kafka deserves to go. Jerry, you can't, you know, I know after a loss, everybody wants to fire everybody. And,
0: no, no, no. And this I, game I, plan
1: sucks. And this, yeah, I mean, not every game plan is going to work, and you could, you know, like like I just did. You're like, I don't quite get. But I think Kafka did a lot of good things last year. I think, the, I think he did some good things at times this year. Not the fastball like he had last year. I admit that. Yeah. But also a lot of other factors play into this, too. Um, You know, I don't think he deserves. So I know a lot of Giant fans want him gone and want everybody gone after a loss, you know, 24-6 loss. And all that. But I don't think he deserves to go uh, as far as Wink. Um, Let's put it this way. I'm not going to be surprised. I've been saying this for weeks now, right, bro? Yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if they move on from him. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. And I'm not blaming all the offensive line or woes on Bobby Johnson either, but it hasn't really progressed with him. Bobby Johnson he this year. Yeah. I think Evan Neal is a big one. And I think it would surprise me. I have to be honest with you. It would surprise
0: me if he stayed. Oh, I couldn't agree more, especially with the That's state just of the offense.
1: And, you know, I would tell you, dude, if somebody's yeah. very reliable, said, hey, Chris, listen, this guy's done. You know, I would yeah. tell you, nobody has said that to me. Nobody's right. even talking about that crap in the building. And right. anybody says that they think they they, they they didn't know they don't even talk. But it would surprise me if Bobby survived.
0: I agree. I mm-hmm. think that's that's the easiest one to make based on the non-progression and in some points regression of this offensive line. That's it is what it is, and, and maybe it's the players, but you've got to coach them up. I mean, Tyree Phillips leaves. Yeah, I agree and comes back a better tackle after playing six weeks with the eagles chris mm-hmm. right statlin oh jerry
1: i agree bro yeah right so uh, okay
0: that's uh, statlin that's university course. down in philly yeah that's a pretty good example of the fact that we probably should make a change there so i agree with you that's um, one that's easier. I, I, I think the regression
1: of evan neal probably gonna do him in and i'm not blaming everything on bobby right i'm not no. I hate to blame coaches for everything, but, you know, when you're seventh overall, it kind of regresses a lot, Jerry. Yep. And I could this I could tell you. This I could tell you that somebody whispered in my ear. It has nothing to do with firings. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of questionable blocking schemes that Bobby has taught up front, especially with twists and stuff, that some people in that building are like, what the hell is being taught here? Oh, my God. That I could tell you, you know, um, yeah. so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens um, with Dave's. But I just looked at Dave's and I said, yes, I know I, during the Fourth quarter, I said, man, he he is going to make some changes. You could just tell us
0: some things he is not happy with. So we'll see. We will see. All right, guys, we'll uh, we'll come back later this week. We'll let you know what night preview the Christmas Day matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. Woo! My God. Put that one on your Christmas list, folks. Anything else? Buddy? Here's the
1: best part, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. If Dallas loses to Miami, mm.
0: so I think they're playing Christmas
1: Sunday, right? I think they're yeah, playing Miami Christmas Sunday. Yeah, the Eagles are gonna be playing for the division. Mm. That should be fun. <laughs>
0: oh my god! All right, so Anything that else? should be real fun in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Any more good news, Grace?
1: Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Oh, it's Christmas this week, folks. It's Christmas Eve, Sunday night. There's the good news. Oh, and I think, think, and yeah. another good news, for well, it's Jersey residents. Yeah, I think I think this 25-inch rainstorm finally stopped, oh. at least by my house, slowed down. Yeah, so I think it rained same. like five inches overnight last night.
0: So. The wind, uh, unbelievable.
1: I think that's good. I think it actually finally looks like it's slowing down and stopped. So we'll see the, what happens. The,
0: the wreath hitting the window sound like birds were flying into it last night with all the wind. <laughs> Freaking me out. You thought you were watching the movie, The Birds there. Oh my god, what the <laughs> hell?
1: Oh, wait a minute. Have you ever seen The Birds?
0: Oh, yes, I have. Yes. Oh, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Yes, so yes, I was, yes. So
1: I forgot who I was talking about. I don't even know. I wasn't even sure you even saw that movie. Okay.
0: Yes, I have seen the birds. Okay. We should, we gotta do a we gotta do a movie podcast in the offseason where there's nothing to talk about there Because I think people would actually give it I think people would listen to that and be like, what movies has Jerry not seen? <laughs>
1: Good stuff. will and I'll get I'll get Ryan Dunley before the post right. on.
0: And real you quick two guys real, could compare notes real quick. I'm going to, I'm going to throw one out there. there. There's a lot of movies. I didn't see that you're going to be you're like, you're maybe stop talking to me, that I haven't seen, but a lot of it was because of like the early eighties and I was a certain age and I, I, there weren't VCRs where you could like sneak and watch this on cable. So there's, and then once that time passes, you don't see them, but oddly enough, the first movie I ever saw in my life, what I can remember my parents must have just said, I can't find a babysitter. We're gonna take him to it. <laughs> right. Is Cannonball Run. Oh yeah. With okay. Burt Reynolds and yeah, like that, nice. but that's my the but that's the first movie I ever saw. Oh as as a kid. Like, I just think that's a weird movie. That's to a weird go movie. First,
1: well, probably because your parents couldn't get somebody to watch it probably. That's exactly I, it. I would imagine, yeah. Right.
0: And the <laughs> jokes in that movie and the, you know, the girl showing her chest. I'm just like, all right, I guess this is my first movie. So I just, Jerry, that.
1: you know, you know, jerry's funny. You know, you talk about remembering things when you're little, right? Certain things you remember. Yeah. Speaking of movies, one of the first movies I was nine years old when I saw. For some reason, my mother takes me. We're gonna go see this movie, Jaws. Awesome. <laughs> I was nine years old, dude. We're in the movie theater, and when that that scene, you have seen Jaws, right? A billion times. Okay, when the scene when the head comes out of the boat, my I dove. I was nine years yeah. old. I under the seat of movie yeah.
0: theaters man yeah i was like the scariest thing i ever seen man i was like yeah you know but um that's so funny They get back to your back to 80s the, how, 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 different, your how 80s. different how different parents were back then anyway that, yeah
1: yeah exactly going on
0: just didn't True. care like okay we're going yeah they get back to your 80s
1: uh cable excuse that you're trying to you know come up with there for not watching movies um uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, 1969, I was three years old. I must have saw that movie 75 times.
0: So, oh, no, like I'll give you with your excuses. With no, like like that. like Fast Times of Ridgemont High. Yeah, okay. Never am talking about classic movies, dude. No, I know, no, but that's,
1: ha, ha, that's, that's funny movie That's a movie that's that everyone's that everyone uh, whatever. That's, <clears> yeah. I'll talk about classic that's movies. That's fine. Dude. There'll be a lot of those, too. i talk about movies with Robert Redford and Paul Newman in it, and you're coming back at me with some
0: dopey movie with Sean Penn as goalie. Uh, right. My point is there's a lot of movies that everyone has seen that I haven't in, in like that genre, if you will. No
1: excuses for that. Sorry. No, there's none.
0: There's none. No, no. excuse. It's like football. No excuse. No excuses. <laughs> 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 All right. That's so we'll see everybody doing a week. All right, guys. Talk about the was, Eagles. How do I go to upset z- the Eagles next week? That, that was fun. Sundays and Christmas days are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.